0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Iceberg Recap, your home for Pittsburgh Penguins game recaps and analysis. You can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcast from by searching Tip of the Iceberg. The Pittsburgh Penguins kick off the second half of the 2023-24 season with a 3-0 victory in a matinee fashion over the Seattle Kraken. The Kraken came into this game as the hottest team in the NHL, riding a nine-game winning streak, an 11-game point streak, but the Pittsburgh Penguins put together one of, if not their best performances of the season to get the 3-0 victory and to get back in the win column after back-to-back overtime losses. The top storyline in this one is the storyline that they avoided from the last couple of games starting on time. Leave it to a random Monday matinee game to get this team to start at the very beginning of the game, but it absolutely worked. Penguins entered the second period on even ground for the first time and seemingly the entire month of January because they came out and they played well from the start of the first period all the way through in one of their most complete performances of the season. I mean, you go back, maybe the Vegas Golden Knights win, the 3 to nothing one a couple months back. Maybe the Colorado Avalanche win early in the season. One of their best performances of the year from top to bottom for the Pittsburgh Penguins. And then they took over the same way they did in the second and third periods. They've been doing that all January long. They were able to continue that against a Red Hot, albeit, Very injured Seattle Kraken team. They were missing Matty Beneers, who's their best forward. They were missing Vince Dunn, who is their best defenseman. But they still got the job done. You play the team that's in front of you. They played a team with a lot of former Penguins. Brandon Tanev in the lineup. Jamie Alexiak in the lineup. Justin Schultz. Brian Dumlin, who was given a nice video you know, welcome back to Pittsburgh after 10 seasons with the Pittsburgh Penguins. But the Penguins, they went out, they handled business, and they're 1-0 in the back half of the 2023-24 season. Let's go over to the goal recap because it was all yellow once again for the Pittsburgh Penguins. Getting a lot of shutouts this year are the Penguins, whether that be Tristan Jari. Alex Nedeljkovic or that split shutout they had between Tristan Jari and Magnus Helberg out in Anaheim. But the Penguins, like I said, even ground after the first period of play. It was 0-0, but the Pittsburgh Penguins controlled the pace of play and dominated in the entire first period. Second period, they burst out for a couple. Within two minutes, they scored two goals. First, a goal by Drew O'Connor, his sixth of the season on a beautiful passing play. Brian Russ set him up for his 14th assist of the season, and Evgeny Malkin started it all with a beautiful touch pass at the blue line for his 21st assist of the season. A nice tic-tac-toe play in the Penguins' second line was on the board. A little bit later, like I said, just about two minutes later, Chris Letang had the puck at the point. He saw or dished it off excuse me, softly over to Sidney Crosby, who drops to one knee and beats Joey Decord, making it 2-0 for the Pittsburgh Penguins. A game in which they dominated up to that point off the scoreboard. Then they get on the scoreboard there with two quick goals it's Crosby's 25th goal of the season assists go to Chris Letang and Ricardo Raquel who gets into the double digits in the apples moving into the third period the Pittsburgh Penguins they took their foot off the gas a little bit it was a little more even keel in the third between the Penguins and the Seattle Kraken but it never felt like the Penguins weren't in control of this one eventually the Seattle Kraken pull their goaltender Joey Decord. the puck finds its way to Sidney Crosby and he gets his second goal of the game 26th of the season he's back on that 50 goal pace now assists go to ricard raquel and eric carlson who extends his point streak to now seven games with eight points in that span one goal and seven assists so carlson continues his point streak Sidney crosby scores two goals drew o'connor continues his impressive season in the pittsburgh penguins finish at triple zeros with a three to nothing victory over the seattle crack and a nice win for the Penguins heading into four days off before their next matchup, which is on the Vegas Strip against the Vegas Golden Knights, as we'll get to here in just a little bit. But before that, let's talk about our three stars of the game. Third star goes to one of the most impressive players of the season to this point, the one of the most surprising players of the season to this point, and that goes to Drew O'Connor. Scores his sixth goal of the season in this one. A beautiful finish off a great feed from Brian Rust. It's nice to see Drew O'Connor be able to find the back of the net with a little bit more consistency here over the past three or four weeks. He's certainly been a huge surprise for the Pittsburgh Penguins. He's certainly been a needed surprise, as now with Riley Smith out of the lineup, it looks like Drew O'Connor is going to be playing second-line minutes for the foreseeable future. He looked great in this one, continues to turn up the heat on the forecheck. Laid one of the nicest hip checks that I've seen a Pittsburgh Penguins lay in a very, very long time. I think that's a lost art. And I I think Phil Bork even said that on the game, uh, the, the broadcast today, excuse me, but... Drew O'Connor, the lost art of the hip check, was not lost on him. He had a beautiful hip check in this one. Also, tallies a goal and ends up being the game-winning goal for the Pittsburgh Penguins. He's my third star of the game. Tristan Jari gets the second star of the game in this one. I believe he was the first star at PPG Paints Arena coming out, waving that terrible towel. As of right now, I'm recording this at halftime of the Steelers game. Not going well for the other team in black and gold today. But Tristan Jari collects his fifth shutout of the season, which puts him back in a tie for first place in the National Hockey League. And if you look at the way that Tristan Jari has played in the last three, he had a rough stretch there where he's pulled in two of his four starts. But you look at his last three games, he's looked phenomenal. 1-0-2 record doesn't tell the entire story. Only four goals allowed in the three games that he's played. A 948 save percentage percentage and one shutout. The defense, let's not forget, had basically abandoned him for the large portions of the first two games of that three-game stretch, and he was able to come up and make so many 10-bell saves. He is at the top of his game right now, A good sign for the Pittsburgh Penguins. The number one star in this one is the number one star pretty much every time the Pittsburgh Penguins win a game. I don't know how much more I can say about this guy because he's putting together a hard trophy season, and we seem to say it every single time. The Pittsburgh Penguins have a victory. Sidney Crosby, another two-goal performance, and like I mentioned, on pace for 50 goals at the age of 36. Not many can do it like Sidney Crosby can, and he puts two more in the basket in this one to get up to 26 on the season. He continues to lead this Pittsburgh Penguins team in all facets of the game, and that's led to a victory tonight. And right now, Penguins, they're on the outside looking in, but if they get back into the playoff race, as we keep saying and continue to say, he's going to be high up there in Hart Trophy voting. Final thoughts in this game, while I did like the Penguins' performance, while I do think it was a complete team performance, or at least the most complete performance that we've seen from this team in a very long time, it still feels like they have too many passengers on their forward roster. You look at the third line, Valteri Pustinen and Redeem Zahorna haven't looked particularly good. Redeem Zahorna, there were a couple of occasions in today's game where he made some plays that I just looked at and I said, that's a play that should get you demoted. That's a play that should get you taken out of the lineup. And I understand with Riley Smith going down, they wanted to give Redeem Zahorna an opportunity to get back in the lineup after being a healthy scratch for a couple of weeks. I think it's time to take him out. Now, do you want to see a... Colin White get another opportunity. I didn't think he looked particularly good against Carolina, but then again, a lot of the Pittsburgh Penguins struggled early against Carolina, and it was Colin White's first game at the NHL level in some time since the Stanley Cup final last year, so maybe you give Colin White another shot, or hey, Sam Poulin has goals in four straight games at the AHL level. He's playing pretty high, quality hockey down there, maybe you give him an opportunity to come up. But it's not just Redeem Zahorna. Like I said, Valtteri Pustin has struggled over the last couple of games. He's gone scoreless, I believe, in five or six straight, and he's just become a non-factor. And like I said at the beginning of this little conversation here, he's become a passenger, and you need players to – you can't have that many passengers on this roster. I look at another guy like Jansen Harkins. He is 100% improved from what we saw from him early in the season, but he's still not what you want – at the NHL level, not when you have guys who are contributing just the as, same as him that it's not really helping out. He's had a couple of really good games. He does get on the forecheck pretty well. He took another penalty in this game that you looked at it and he said that's just not the greatest time. I think it was in the third period. He's fine for a fourth line left wing, but you need somebody. I, I, I don't know. Maybe this gets remedied when Matt Nieto comes back. Uh, Nieto wasn't great, but at least he was at a higher level than what we've seen from Jansen Harkins. But I think at the end of the day, the fact remains, there's just too many passengers on this roster. And as they sit outside of a playoff spot, they don't really have, you know, an idea of what they should do with those, those passengers, because you're not going to go out there and spend copious amounts of draft picks and, 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 you know, get rid of good prospects, the, the few that they have, to bring somebody in. So it's going to be an interesting conversation, an interesting story to monitor as Kyle Dubas continues to try to figure out the depth portion of this roster because right now the forward depth is once again going dormant, and, and it's not a good time for that to happen because Crosby, he's been great. Gensel. He's been great. The second line, they're coming around. The defense is starting to score, like I mentioned. Eric Carlson now has a seven-game point streak, but you're going to need some offense from the bottom six, and I think you need somebody a little bit more consistent on the wing for Lars Zeller. You look at what Pustin has done. Maybe he bounces back and gets his game back. Maybe this is just a little dip for a guy that's in his first extended look at the NHL level, but on the other end, you, you can't have redeem Zahorna in this lineup very much longer. You need to send him down, get him some playing time at the AHL level, get him to figure some of those things out because the Pittsburgh Penguins can't afford to let somebody play through their issues at this stage of the season considering where they're sitting and considering the role that they're asking redeem Redeem Zahorna to play so in my opinion Zahorna out give me you know give me Colin White for a little bit give me maybe a Sam Poulan for a little bit maybe even give me Vinny Henestrosa back in that role but I just don't think redeem Zahorna in particular should be in this lineup moving forward but I digress to that point. It was a great victory. Don't want to hamper too much or discuss too much of the negatives in a game that they provided plenty of positives. Penguins win this one by a final score of three to nothing. Get back on the winning track Are Now, I believe one standings point as of this moment outside of a playoff spot, and they have four days off. So those games in hand that other teams have on the Penguins, we'll see where they sit after a lot of those games are discussed and are finalized because the Penguins now, it is Monday at 6. They don't play until Saturday at 10 p.m. A lot of time without Penguins hockey. We'll see where they stand when they hit the ice again in Vegas, and maybe, just maybe, they'll be in a better position because the teams around them will continue to lose, or maybe they'll be behind the eight ball once again and looking to climb back against the Vegas Golden Knights and with only a couple games until the NHL All-Star break because they do have their bye week before the All Star break. So, trying to think really quickly without the schedule in front of me. They have Vegas and Arizona on the road, and I believe they come home then for a back to back against the Florida Panthers and Montreal Canadiens, and just like that. You're at the NHL All-Star break. The unofficial delineation point that Kyle Dubas pointed to as to when he's going to have an idea of what he wants to do with this team moving forward towards the NHL trade deadline. So a lot to be discussed over the next couple of weeks. We'll have to keep an eye on the Pittsburgh Penguins. As of right now, they got a couple practices before they had West. But... It's going to be a long time before we get any more Penguins hockey. At least the Penguins gave us a good taste in our mouths coming off of a three to nothing victory against the Seattle Kraken as we sit here and await their next action against the Defending Cup champions. But that's going to do it for this episode of the Iceberg Recap Show. Thank you guys so much for tuning in. And remember, you can find us on YouTube at Inside the Penguins or anywhere you get your podcast from by simply searching Tip of the iceberg but that's going to do it for this episode excuse me we'll see you guys next time